Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Babylon Pastor Podcast with Michael and Rob. How's it going, everybody? Good. Hey, we are good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear. Oh, I'm sorry. Was this like a responsive television show like my kids watch where it's like, hey, kids, what color's on the screen? And then it's, they wait. It's, it's telepathy. <laughs> okay. I always hate that because Connor, he'll sit there and be like, no, you're supposed to talk to the TV. I'm like, no, I'm not. Just wait, <laughs> just wait for it. <laughs> See, they knew. <laughs> uh, anyway, so welcome back, guys, to another month. Um, this month, we're going to look at something fairly interesting. Um, though here's where, here's the, the, the dilemma I am in. It'll be interesting, but at the same time, it's, it's really easy to kind of break these down. So we're going to be looking at con- uh, contradictions, uh, that, um, uh, people say so-called. are apparent with this. Yeah. So-called contradictions. <laughs> so just so you know where these are at, and I will put this in the description of the podcast and the videos, but this is from atheist.org. So the idea here is that on atheist.org, they have a section of biblical contradictions. We're going to be covering the top four uh, as uh, each uh, for a podcast each this month. And um, so the reason I said it was interesting, because I was like, well, you know, this will be interesting to look at contradictions. The reason I think it won't be entirely interesting, because these are, as we were about to see, these are not exactly hard <laughs> to show to not be contradictions. Um, but maybe in this process, you'll learn something about how to maybe deal with you know passages that other people bring up that they say they're contradictions that are that are not so um we're gonna be looking at the first one is going to be on the sabbath day now um you want to lead off with this maybe nope go ahead (laughs) okay well i'll play the atheist in this regard okay here we go i'm gonna put on my atheist hat rob okay okay i I wasn't aware you had a hat like that um yes I, yeah i hide it in the corner it just it has a big a on it uh but um so i come into your office pastor and i say hey the bible has contradictions and you say what contradictions and i say um, well what what contradictions <laughs> sorry god i'm not I, I, I forgot my script <laughs> yeah well, um, if, if anybody's listened to this podcast ever before, again, this is the level of prep we have. Yeah. <laughs> so I come into the office, Pastor, and I say, hey, there's contradictions. And then you say, uh, well, what contradictions? There we go. I say, hey, well, I've been reading my Bible. And uh, in Exodus uh, chapter 20, verse 8, it says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. But... Paul in Romans chapter 14, verse five says, one man establish a day higher than another and another esteemeth another day alike. Let every man be uh, persuaded in his own mind what day to worship. So, ah, pastor, gotcha. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, you know something? You're the reason people don't come to church anymore. (laughs) No. Um, yeah. You know what? Like, honestly, I think even among Christians, the Sabbath day thing is confusing to a lot of people. That's true. Um, and, and it's actually no, it's actually no different. in the, the, the very passage that 
um, the, that it's quoted in the article in Romans. Um, it, it was the early church um, were confused and there were lots of different ideas about when we should worship that the Sabbath day had been uh, in particular had been one of the um, obviously one of the staples for thousands of years among the, the Jews anyway. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like you said in Exodus, it was one of the original 10 commandments. Um, and frankly, it's, it's like the only one of those commandments that, that we wouldn't, um, subscribe to today and in, in the literal sense of like making sure that Saturday is always the day of rest. Um, especially in the, the way that, that they would have said that, uh, what a day, the way that they would have defined a day of rest. Um, but, uh, and there, and there are actually differing views among Christians on Sabbath and what that day of rest should look like. And I know you and I grew up and, I was about um, to say, yeah. <laughs> is, that gonna, is that going to be brought up? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> um, it was uh, not the Sabbath, first of all. It was the Lord's Day, Sunday, um, which was an, a New Testament change that, yeah. that occurred, an early church change. Um, and we can talk about that as well. But uh, the, the idea um, when we grew up was that Sunday – is the day you come to church. Um, I remember we had, uh, if we had um, like musicians or, or um, something like that, they would come to the church. Uh, they, <clears throat> I, I remember there was at least some of the time that they, they weren't allowed to sell any of their. Hold, I don't remember that, but yeah. Pl plug your ears, kids. They're cassette tapes. Um. <laughs> They're like this big and they had <laughs> yeah. tape. I don't know. Look at it. Look two, it up. Two little Google. hole things in them. You'll, you know, just Google it. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Google. Uh, and yeah, anyway. Um, but it, so there, there are different, different uh, opinions on this. And that's actually one of the things that was going on in the, the early church. And, and this is what Paul is writing about in Romans is, is this kind of idea um, that there, there were all kinds of arguments, frankly, just like there are in the church today about different little things. And some of them are piddly and stupid to argue about. And some of them are more major, um, and in need of <laughs> conversation. Um, but this was, uh, so the, the Sabbath had kind of its own set of regulations. Um, and, and so there, there were some people who, uh, wanted to keep that and thought, you know, this is, this is holy. It's one of the 10 commandments. Right. Um, but there were other believers at the time who regarded, um, all days kind of the same. And, um, the idea was, well, yeah, go ahead. Remember the church was mixed in Rome as well. I mean, you had Jewish yeah. Christians, you had Gentile Christians. So, I mean, anytime you have that yeah. happen, there's going to be people that, I mean, you're going to have fights. <laughs> like yeah. it's not, you're coming from two entirely different backgrounds. You have Jewish Christians that are being, you know, they, they have all of this tradition and past. They're going back to Exodus. They, they look at, I mean, I know when I was just looking into this, I mean, they have that built in this whole, this whole, it's just built into the rhythm of their life. This just reminder one of Genesis of just creation and that they're like, no, it points back to that. But it also, I mean, if you look at the Exodus passage, it also points back 
um, to uh, their, their being taken out of slavery from Egypt. And this, this reminder of that, I think, what, what did I write my note down here? Deuteronomy chapter 5, 12 through 15. I mean, that's, he says, this is, you remember the Sabbath because God freed you from uh, you know, your slavery. So, I mean, for them, it's like this really built-in deep thing. Um, whereas for the Gentiles, they're like, eh, whatever. Like, we just, we, we worship whatever, right? Like, it's mm-hmm. not a big deal. I mean, they come from, they come from <clears throat> backgrounds in pagan worship where like literally every day you, you did go to like a yeah. temple and sacrifice. So, I mean, I think that dynamic we have to keep in mind there is, is really interesting. And in light of Romans too, like you were saying, yeah, I mean, this whole passage, it doesn't just have to do with the Lord's day. It also happens to do with what's, what they're eating. So, I mean, the whole, I think the, the way the contradiction is set up is just, is false and on its face because it's not just like, so if you go to the website, what I mean by false on its face, if you go to the website that I have that we'll put in the description, I mean, they, they include just a very small verse there. Um, and again, mm-hmm. context, context is important here. And when you look at the context of what they're talking about in Romans here, uh, chapter 14, I mean, what you said earlier, Paul, Paul is saying, Hey, look, I understand that like you think this food's holy and you think that th- th- this isn't, you think this day is, the, and then you think this day he go And the, what it basically comes down to when you read the whole thing is like, what are, what are you doing with this day? What are you doing with this food? Is it, is it to glorify the Lord? Is it to point to the Lord? Okay, good, good. That's the point. Like, yep. so I think, I think, like you said, with the fights in the church, um, even then and even now, I mean, what it comes down to, okay, so is this pointing back to the glorification of God or not? Um, and I know that's like, that's a huge umbrella. It's a dangerous umbrella <laughs> that you really have to have discussions about. But I mean, I think, like you said, like where we grew up, like there are some very, look, those people that were like, you can't sell your CDs on Sunday because you're selling mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah. it, were they coming from a good place? Yeah, they were, they were trying to be as obedient to the Lord as they could. Were they being a bit heavy handed about it? Probably. Like, so like, it's just a matter of, you have, I mean, that's the whole point in the passage that that's pointed out specifically verse five is that, you know, to one person, this means something. So they should probably keep that. So for the person that has this huge conviction that I shouldn't do this on this day. Okay. Don't do it on that day, but it's the whole, you can't impose your conviction of that day onto somebody else um, based upon for example, Exodus. So the idea here being that, you know, Jewish Christians can't be like, you have to obey this day to a Gentile Christian that has no concept of that. Like, like maybe they'll see that later. Maybe they won't, but it's not a salvific issue, I suppose, is what he's trying to point out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and in fact, the, um, I mean, (laughs) the circumcision, right. Is probably the, the most glaring. Yeah even more so than the Sabbath is the most glaring difference. The Gentiles are like, are you do like, are we sure we have to do this? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Paul, Paul, dude. Okay. Here's the deal. Uh, This needs to go away. Just, just say, I like, I love Jesus. And I get it. (laughs) Circumcision was as important as the Sabbath or any commandments. This is the sign in the old, covenant the old testament this is the very sign that says i'm with god i belong to god i'm part of the people of god so 
my goodness, if there was something that we need to keep around, right? Mm -hmm. um, but it's it, everything. That, this is one of the most important things about Scripture. Um, at, the, at the coming of Christ, everything changed. It, it was just, uh, I mean, there are certainly some of the old, um, some of the Old Testament law and, and things like that are just the way that we should live as God's people regardless. Um, they're more abstract. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Duh, right? Um, but, <laughs> Big umbrella there. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and at the, those anybody who observes a special day. So it's, it's um, important to note too, that no one in this text is saying um, there are no special days. Mm -hmm. Like there, there are no, the, the idea is some people were saying there are certain days or a certain day of the week that um, is set aside for worship. And there are others who were saying, no, no, no. Every day is set aside for worship. Like, yeah. And, and both of them are correct. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you look at the grand scheme mm -hmm. of, of things, you know, the, the Sabbath, I, uh, not idea, but the Sabbath day being observed the way that it was sort of went away after Christ. Um, and, uh, and they uh, it turned into worshiping on the lord's day and that's called the lord's day for obvious reasons that's the day that jesus christ rose from the dead um and so i think honestly the the stuff that we're working through this week in this article um or this month and this article is it's actually like you said um i don't know if you said it on air or before i forget but um that it's it's almost insulting how easy <laughs> some of these things are going to be to talk through yeah. because, because every one of these verses are just pulled out and there's zero context behind mm -hmm. any of uh, what their assu assumptions are. So, um, and you, there, there's a, a certain group of folks that, that always do this and then they harp on us for going, oh yeah, we know context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the verse says, right, um, that Abraham Piper is one of those. He pulls stuff out of context on his little TikTok videos and... Um, Saw that article, did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he, he, he does this. Like mm -hmm. I've watched a couple of those videos and he'll pull it just straight up out of context. Um, and then, so, I mean, I, and I get part of it, he's just being a, a smart aleck and, and, um, sarcastic and he's making fun of it, but, and uh, we use context all the time. Nothing makes sense out of context. Mm -hmm. It's not just yeah. scripture. It's everything in general. Right. Um, if, yeah, yeah. You can't be like, well, there I was with a goat on a roof and be like, well, I don't know. Like, He's an idiot. Well, there's a lot that led to me with that goat on the roof. So right. like, let me tell you the whole context of that story. Yeah. You, you know, uh, something as simple as, um, uh, you know, in America, we call football football. Yeah. In other nations, soccer is football. And if, if they are over here talking about football or if we're over there mentioning football, 
there has to be context observed and understood mm-hmm. for us to even know what is being talked about. If LeBron James ran across the the field uh, dribbling and uh, doing really cool things um, on, you know, on the, the baseball field of the, the Astros, right? Like that would not make any sense because it's mm-hmm. out of context. Um, you look at, uh, music, movies, you know, watch one movie scene that is just a little, you know, a, a little bitty piece of the movie. And you might catch a glimpse of some things that happen in the movie, but you're not have any idea what the movie's about. <laughs> I mean, all yeah. of it. So it's, yeah, what's that, what's that gold ring they all have? Why is that important? Where, where, <laughs> where are they going with that? Could yeah. the Eagles have just taken them? Right. Oh, Frodo's married, you know, like, <laughs> so some of you don't it, even know everything. the context we're talking about because you don't know yeah. the context. Yeah, right. That's the point, right? Um, but, yeah, and I, I mean, unfortunately, even even a lot of uh, Christians do this mm-hmm. with some specific verses that we, well, we jump it, around. Yeah, and so uh, to that note where I did say that, you know, it's insultingly easy to, to, to look at some of these contradictions. I think sometimes we do bring this on ourselves in the sense that we're like, open the Bible, put your finger on a passage. That's for me. So, I mean, <laughs> of course the atheist has perfectly good reason to be like, well, I guess we'll do the same thing then uh, that contradicts. And, and you're going, so, I mean, we have to be consistent as believers in actually, um, you know, looking at the context of the passage. And, and again, I think luckily um, a result of really bad preaching uh, has made a lot more Christians aware of the importance of context. Um, so now that we have access to a bunch of preachers doing a lot of different things and some of them being very bad at it, um, we have to look at the context of verses now as Christians and actually dive in and be informed believers and discern what, you know, what it means or what it looks like. Um, and that's very helpful. Now, to wrap up this, so we stay within the context of this particular out-of-context verse, or <laughs> so-called. Um, so I'm in your office, and you just explained all that to me. And I go, so, Pastor, does that mean I don't have to come to church on Sunday? Because not, I mean, there's not a holy day. I mean, there's not a, so I can just make every day my Sabbath, right? Uh, I mean, I know you already told me to get out, but I'm still here, so. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, honestly, the, the idea is not, um, that Sunday isn't important because it is mm-hmm. specifically, um, and again, man, I mean, different believers have different levels of views on this, um, on Sunday and the Lord's day and how to observe it and what, what, you know, um, but there is there is no uh, way to get around um, scripture in Hebrews and and other places where we where we see this happening and, and observe it in Acts and um, and all of the assumptions that Paul makes in his epistles and so the idea that you can um, not and I we might have talked about this a long time ago in one of our things but but. The I don't idea know, we've that, been going for over a year. I'm just I'm yeah. excited about that. I don't <laughs> Yeah, we actually have been going long enough that I don't remember if we've talked about this or not. Um, so we're thought. basically veterans. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but anyway, we've probably but, talked but, about this before. 
but the the idea that that christians um and and this is actually really popular that uh there there are believers who think well i can just stay home and worship by myself or i can watch a service on tv or i can watch this preacher on tv that i really like and listen to some really great worship bands on youtube music or whatever right like this idea that i can be isolated and still be a uh, a Christian being sanctified and um, growing in my faith. And look, uh, to be blunt, um, if you're if you don't value um, being with the other believers gathered um, weekly, if you don't value that, if you're not a part of local body of believers, then you're living in disobedience scripture um and and so it's not the the difference is it's not necessarily just about the day that that particular thing um idea that you're talking about so i don't need to come to church anymore that's actually a different subject yeah it was sort of a trick question but uh well good i recognized it But but it is that's that's a different subject altogether. Yeah. And no, you should not um, just stay away and uh, and assume the responsibility of your growth by yourself. And not only that, but um, we're also called to edify the other members of the church. And you cannot do that if you're not around other members yeah well and that's the assumption of 14 years that they're together arguing they're together discussing they're together trying to live this life out together and that's why this conversation even came up <laughs> it's because they're like no the sabbath day is saturday and like ah no every day is holy um yeah. and i mean yeah, and, it's and really the the at least my my perspective on on the even the argument that they're having there is that both of those things are true mm-hmm. you know I, I mean there there is something about coming together as a local body of believers um, on the Lord's day on Sunday and worshiping. And, um, and that, that is something that really honors God and, and it allows us um, a context to uh, live in, to do all of the, um, all the things that we're called to do in the new Testament um, regarding one another stuff. Um, However, there, there's also a huge, a huge problem with, with uh, Sunday Christians, right, that, mm-hmm. that don't understand that, no, 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 this isn't a one and done. This isn't some box to be checked. This is your entire life or it isn't in existence. Well, that's this, the whole verse are, 8 there. Yeah. I mean, the whole verse right. 8 says, for we, if we live, we live for the Lord. If we die, we die for the Lord. So that whenever we live or whether we die, we do it for the Lord. I mean, the whole, yeah. the whole concept is your whole life is that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think, real quick, just to kind of wrap this up a little bit, I think the, the interesting verses here at the end. So verse 10, where he, he's talked all about this, and he goes to verse 10, and he says, why do you pass judgment on your brother? Which I find interesting, because this isn't just that they're arguing. Like, they're literally saying, you're not saved. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Uh, or Well, I mean, maybe, maybe they're not going that far, but there is a, there's definitely right. a judgment being passed on each other. Uh, or you, why do you despise your brother? Uh, for we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, as I live, say the Lord, every knee shall bow 
to me and every tongue shall confess to God. Uh, so then verse 12, so that each of us will give an account to himself to God. This whole idea of saying like, hey, look, I know you disagree with this brother, but at the end of the day, that brother's going to have to stand before God himself. Yeah. So let that be what that is then, um, which is really Paul saying like, you are putting hate on somebody that you like like you're not living their life <laughs> so they're they're gonna have to answer for their own their own decisions uh later yeah and and that's that's something that is also true of unbelievers and so mm-hmm. um this uh article that we've read um at the bottom of it 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 says that it's taken from uh, an article that was originally written by uh, Frank Zindler. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. He was, he's on the board of directors um, of American atheists, I guess. Um, and I mean, so, I mean, that's, that's something to, you know, keep reading Frank. Right. Um, and th- there's, there's a, a reality that, um, that we're all going to face and that there's a moment in history that will come um, when, I mean, so Frank is in his eighties. Okay. Now. Um, and so he's gonna, he's gonna know exactly what these verses mean pretty soon. Um, (laughs) and I, the, uh, as I live says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess that is actually, um, being quoted and it's not, talking simply about believers mm, yeah that specific text is talking about every knee um mm-hmm. period so the um yeah whether whether realized or not there's going to come a moment when um frankie's gonna bow before the lord he says he doesn't believe in um so yeah there's that uh and i think Context is going to be the theme for this entire month. Oh yeah, definitely. Because that that's that's the problem. You know, you, we we can't rip something from its context. It's the very thing that I whine about when it comes to news all the time. If I if I say <laughs> right, I mean it is. If yeah. if I say um, if I um, on camera or during an interview or something, as if I'll ever be important enough for an interview. <laughs> Um, but just, you know, dream with me yeah. for a second. It's, uh, I'm making Bro's on CNN right now being asked about Gross. something. I, I would never do that. Um, if, if I, if I you got Don uh, Lemon in front of you asking you questions, if I'm being interviewed, we're definitely getting to that every knee shall bow verse then. But if, um, if I'm being interviewed and I say, yeah, um, Hitler, wanted to kill all the Jews. And then later you see a clip of Rob saying, kill all the Jews. Mm, Yeah. That looks really terrible, (laughs) but it's been ripped completely from the context. And so Mm -hmm. now if you take it out of its context, now it means something completely different when that's not what Rob said. Right. And the, the all of the the uh, the news on both sides does that. The Christians do that with the Bible. Definitely, mm-hmm. unbelievers do that with the Bible. Satan did that with Scripture when he tempted Christ. 
he was quoting scripture to the author of scripture. Um, but he, he, it was out of context. And um, so this is a common problem in every area of life. Um, and it's, it's no different and shouldn't surprise us when this happens with the scriptures. Yeah. Good, good call. Next week will be interesting as well, because next week we actually, at least in what I was looking at, we don't only get into context, but we also get into translational issues, which I found interesting as well. So stay tuned next week for that. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Go away. (laughs) Hold on. Oh man.